Previously on the show, while sleeping with Mari, Pontius Pilot comes to the brothel seeking to spend time with her. In an attempt to free Mari Magdalene from Pontius' domain, Gabriel massacres Pontius' soldiers, and just when he's about to cut Pontius Pilot's head off, Mari stops him. On the way back home, Gabriel notices a woman giving birth inside his barn, but then he is suddenly taken back to present time. Season 1, Episode 7, Blood and DNA. Take me back! Boom! He punches the thick 10-inch glass from inside the gas chamber. Like a madman, he screams, and again, boom! He punches it yet again and cracks it even more. From outside the chamber, the prisoners shake, rattle their cells, and scream in Spanish, Esta vivo! Sobrevivió! which translate to, he is alive. And from inside the control room, the man with the hat who captured Gabriel in the first place stands in awe as he says, it can't be. As another man standing next to him says, he healed in seconds and now he's stronger. The man with the hat says, no, he came back. Gabriel won't stop and continues to scream. A voice coming out from an intercom inside the chamber says, Gabriel, Gabriel, stop. But he doesn't. The man with the hat from the control room says, gas him. And one of his staff members says, but he'll die. He screams, he won't. You don't know what he is now. Gas him so we can slow him down. And so gas starts coming out from vents inside the chamber. Gable starts panicking and punches the glass as hard as he can, nearly almost breaking it open. But his eyes quickly get watery. His body starts burning up and he starts coughing and throwing up. Gabriel quickly drops to the ground in fetal position as the gas keeps getting thicker and affecting his lungs. The voice in the intercom says, Calm the fuck down, Gabriel, or I will allow your skin to melt off your body. Gabriel is choking but he stops trying to break out. The voice says, That's it. The gas then stops coming in and the air quickly starts thinning down. Through the intercom, Gabriel listens. Now, we're going to have a little chat. After our chat, if I think you're going to be a good boy, you can come out. If not, you will die. Is that understood? Gabriel breathes heavily and says nothing. The voice again says, Is that understood? Gabriel then says, Yes. What happened? The man asks. Gabriel, I don't know. The voice, What did you see? I went somewhere. Somewhere else. Some other time, I think. It seemed I was there forever. A year, maybe. The voice then says, It took less than one minute here. Gabriel, that's impossible. That's just impossible. The voice then says, You don't know what's possible, my boy. Gabriel calms his breathing and says, Can you take me back? The voice says, I can, and I will. But can I bring you out of that chamber? With no troubles. Gabriel then says, 
Yes. From inside the chamber, Gabriel can't hear anything going on outside. The sound of metal rubbing against metal gives Gabriel the idea that someone is about to open the shaft. As the shaft opens, he hears the loud screams of people cheering and celebrating. No guards come inside the chamber to get him. They are waiting for Gabriel to come out. Gabriel is hesitant to move. He feels it could all be a trap. The screams get louder as the prisoners start banging the cells in synchronization. Boom, 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 boom. They keep banging, waiting for Gabriel to come out. Louder and faster the banging continues. Boom, 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 boom. Gabriel steps out from the smoky chamber into the center space slowly. What was once a man beaten almost to death, swollen, covered in blood less than five minutes ago, comes out clean, naked without a scratch. The crowd goes crazy as they cheer for a man that survived the test and came out victorious. Breathing heavily, Gabriel walks through the courtyard discouraged, but anxious to find answers. Two guards get close to give him assistance, but he tells them, You'll die a horrible death if you touch me. Then, one of the guards puts a hand on his shoulder to lead the way, and Gable turns and elbows him in the mouth so hard, his face caves in, safety goggles and all. The guard's body stands still for a second and falls back flat, making a stump sound that echoes the space. A short pause and everyone goes crazy. Guards from all corners of the center space come out with their tranquilizer guns running towards Gabriel. But a voice turns on through the entire prison and says, No one touches him, damn it. Let him walk. Let him come in. No one fucking touches him. Gabriel, keep walking. Gabriel looks around, making sure no one is doing anything stupid. He continues to walk forward. His bare feet enjoy a smooth, cold surface. A solid iron door opens at the end. A rusty and heavy hatch with a vault similar to the one in a submarine or heavily guarded bank. The cold breeze from inside air conditioner feels good on Gabriel's naked body. Gabriel walks into a room full of computers. The station is clean. The walls look nearly painted in gray. The lights are dim and it smells like coffee and cigarettes, like entering to another dimension almost. The room controls all cells, all electricity, water, and the majority of the computers and knobs control the chamber. Inside, five men comfortably dressed in jeans and a t-shirt, drinking black coffee, operate the technology. Four guards in their black hooded coveralls, their masks, safety goggles, and their gauge semi-automatics guard the room. And there he is, the man with the hat, standing tall, smoking a cigarette, holding a set of clothes for Gabriel to wear. Gabriel, let me officially introduce myself, the man says, throws Gabriel a pair of jeans and a black Hanes undershirt. My name is Alirio. Let's leave our quarrels behind. We have a lot to talk about. And you have a place you want to go back to. Don't you? Gabriel answers, Yes. Get dressed. Do you want something to eat? I have pretty much everything. Gabriel then says, I would kill for a burger. Alirio grins. 
You'll have to settle for matzah ball soup, my boy. And iced tea. <laughs> Gabriel gets dressed. He sits in the corner of the office where there is a lonely table. Gets served soup, bread, and iced tea. Alirio says, The burger's coming. Just relax. We'll talk in a half hour. One of the computer workers speaks out loud. Are we going to be okay with him here? Or should I be worried? Alirio then says, Keep your eyes on the screen. We're going to be all right. Time passes and Gabriel has a full tummy. Alirio passes Gabriel a cigarette and lights it up for him. Gabriel takes a puff, looks at Alirio and says, What the fuck is this place? And who are all these people screaming like monkeys out there? Alirio. For 20 years we've been capturing people like you, putting them in this underground hellhole. People like me? Gabriel replies. Yes. Low-life criminals, people that need to die. They serve no purpose. So we've been trying an experiment on them since they should die anyways, you know? Maybe we can find a purpose for them. But we don't need them anymore. <laughs> we have you. Me, Gabriel says. Yes, you. Well, your blood type and your unique DNA, which we could probably replicate. But since I see you've developed some attributes other than your blood, no one should kill you now. Are you willing to help us find out where you've been, Gabriel? Gabriel. I'm not helping you. You are helping me now. Do you know what I've become? Alirio. Not entirely. You have gathered some strength due to the volts traveling your body and due to the effect of transport. But you can die. Gabriel. What about the others? Alirio. Well, I can't let them go after they've seen what they've seen. And... If you knew what they did, you'd kill them yourself. <laughs> we could put them all inside the chamber, one by one, and watch them blow up. My guys have a blast betting how long each one takes to pop, <laughs> Gable then says. I don't care what you do or what happens to them. Make it quick. I need to get back. And I don't want to waste time or lose my patience. Alirio pauses. Hmm. Grabs the CB radio. But before he says anything, Gabriel cuts him off and says, I do care what you do with someone. Bring Rooks back here. Put him in the chamber. I got five dollars. You'll blow up in two seconds. Alirio then speaks to the radio. Clean shop. Burn the bodies. And bring back Captain Rooks. Tonight. He puts the radio down. Sits in front of Gable and says, Let's enjoy some music before we change the world, huh? Alirio reaches back to turn the knob of a turntable and raises the volume of the song, Don't Let Me Down, by Electric Light Orchestra. In the background, the far and hollow sounds of machine guns and screams roar through the entire prison screams and begging cries for mercy, while Alirio calmly nods his head to the rhythm of the song. Eyes closed while the flickering lights of gunfire lit up behind them like a nightclub. 
And so for the entire song, people die. And the man ordering the deaths of many enjoys the moment of discovery. A couple of hours pass. Alirio asks questions about the place Gabriel has been. Gabriel talks about the town, the people. He talks about Romans, but never gives away the name of Mary Magdalene or even the name of the town. Throughout the conversation, Gabriel mentions the massacre of soldiers and remembers the emperor's name being mentioned, Tiberius Caesar. And Alirio stops him. He says, Tiberius Caesar? Are you sure? Gabriel says, Yes, Alirio. I did it. I did it, Gabriel. We need to take you back. I don't know where you were, but you need to travel back and go to Jerusalem. Can you remember this? During that era in Jerusalem, there were two men, Alexander and Rufus of Cyrene. They were brothers. We've gone back and tracked financial history and research that lead to these two men negotiating and creating, along with Emperor Tiberius Caesar, what we refer to today as the income tax. This negotiation between Tiberius, Alexander, and Rufus started the great revolt amongst Rome and its people to result in the foundation of how every country has been running till this day. Alirio stands, rests both hands on the table and says, Gabriel, I need you to go back and stop this meeting from ever happening. I don't care what you do or who you kill. My plan is to then create this conversation at another time. Gabriel responds, Okay, but at this point, he thinks Alirio is insane, cares not to talk anymore, and rather gets back in the chamber immediately to find Mari. However, going back will result in being haunted by soldiers, so he gets an idea. Gabriel says, I need weapons. If I'm going to stop this, I need to take back weapons to stop anyone and protect myself. Alirio, there's no way to do that, Gabriel. Objects cannot travel with you. Gabriel then says, yes, they can. Alirio, how do you know? Initially, when Gabriel arrived at Maria's home, while coming in and out of consciousness, Gabriel remembers Maria removing a bullet from his abdomen. Gabriel says, while I was recuperating, I had someone take care of me. And she took a bullet out of my stomach. So, if it's my blood that makes this work, whatever my blood covers or touches, I think will enable it to travel with me. Alirio. And if it doesn't? Gabriel. Well, then I'll take my chances. I need an AK-47, a Glock 45, and a grenade launcher. Get me in the chamber now. Cut me up real good. Let my blood cover my weapons. Let's get this party started, you crazy fuck. Alirio is then given a knife from one of the guards who was using it to cut his steak. Alirio licks the steak knife clean and says, This is going to tickle a bit. Gabriel is put in the chamber, holding an AK-47 in one hand, 
a grenade launcher in the other, a Glock 45 in a holster, and a grenade shell belt wrapped around his chest. He is cut open everywhere, and bleeding like if he was gutted like a pig. The shaft closes. In the intercom, Alirio's voice says, Any last requests? Gable then says, I got five bucks on Rooks. Remember that. On the next episode, Gable is back in time again, looking for Mari Magdalene. And so he finds that things are not nearly the same as when he left. Stay tuned for the next episode of Gabriel.